Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, y'all. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm waiting for my pizza right now. Do you guys do this thing where you exercise? Okay, okay, Mm -mm. I need a recap. First of all, do you just feel like in the morning until the afternoon, it's okay to be healthy? And then the minute it gets dark, like you can eat whatever you want because you were healthy in the morning. Does that make sense? Because this is how I go about my life. I try to be healthy in the morning and then the minute it gets dark, I'll be like, okay, what pizza are we trying today? This is who I am. I don't care. It just, it's amazing. Maybe you are like that, but... I don't know. I don't know how healthy it is. I think it's a balance. It's a balanced diet. Talk about that. I was gonna ask you guys, should we do an episode in Arabic since a lot of people are from the Middle East and I'm from the Middle East. So maybe we should do an Arabic like episode. How about that? My little brother, he is the funniest little kid I've ever seen in my entire life. And he always wanted to be in the episode. He always wanted to be there. But he only speaks like Arabic and Swedish. So his English is mm, not there yet. Um, So I don't know. I don't know. Because it would make sense. Since, you know, analytics says that a lot of people speak Arabic. But at the same time, I need to know if you guys are interested. If you are interested, then I will definitely do. And maybe, like, if you guys like it, we can make it a thing. Like, I can upload two episodes a week. One in Arabic, one in English. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It would be nice. I mean, I already, like, I already wanted this, you know, to be in Arabic. But I know for a fact, um, honestly, honestly, to be honest, I don't want my family to understand what I'm saying. Like, people back home. Because uh, we do we do be talking about a lot of shit that don't, that don't align with the culture. Let's just say that. Speaking about culture and religion, I saw a movie called The Big Sick. And if I, I never, never in my entire life resonated with a movie like this one. I could never, ever forget about that movie. And I'll talk to it about to anyone I meet. Anyone. It's just what I never seen. I, I never seen like a movie so realistic that talks about, you know, being a Muslim and being in a very religious family and then you having to fake it stuff like that we don't normally talk about it in our um community 
And um, to be honest, we don't want Netflix to represent that. And I could not, I could not shut up about it. So I wrote it down on my um, notes. And I was like, this has, I need to dedicate a whole episode about it. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm gonna tell you why I liked it first. And I will tell you why it's so relatable and how it is in our culture. So the guy is not religious at all, actually. So the story goes that um, he fakes to be, you know, the good Muslim who prays, but in reality, he never was that person. And the story, I don't want to spoil it for you in case you want to watch it, but the story is very interesting. And let me tell you, I've been in the Middle East. I was born there. I can tell you that this is very much relatable. You have no idea how many people live that life and they find it very hard to um, communicate that with their family because you're not really raised in a way where these things are okay to talk about, unless you're really privileged. Like, I have friends who are, are, like, really good Muslims, but if you tell them that you don't believe in their religion, their family will completely be okay with it. Other ones, they don't seem very religious, but the idea of you not being Muslim freaks them out. So it's like, okay, like, what? what do I stand? So I'm not saying that all people are like that, but I'm saying that it's very, very known. Um, and I, it's really disappointing because it's not something that you can talk about openly. And I'm, this is this is the reason why I'm not speaking Arabic because, you know, it's just a very um, red line, uh, which I'm willing to cross, by the way, because you know what? It's 2022. Um, say whatever you want. You don't. You, at some point, I feel like our communities needs to be um, open to the idea that the new generation will never be like the old one. And you can hate social media all you want, but it gives us the privilege of understanding each other's point of view. And I think for my community, we that wasn't really an option until social media came and you saw a lot of people, you know, being open to the idea of, you know what, we might not be on the same boat, but we are in the same sea. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. I just made that up. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it's a, it's a very interesting topic to talk about. Uh, but it comes with consequences because, like I said, these are red lines. Nobody talks about it. But if you do talk about it, just be ready that there will be some motherfucker who will disagree with you and hate you for the rest of your life. Thank you for listening to my TED Talk. Back to the fun part. And um, I haven't answered you guys' questions in so long. Very, very long. So I have a lot of a lot of it, a lot of questions. And uh, let's just let's just get into it. Okay. Question number uno. I want your true opinion on this. My boyfriend and I have been together for three years. We never had issues with our relationship until it became quote-unquote boring slash normal. We don't like to be around each other that much because we do the same things and we talk about the same people every day. So at some point, we started arguing about the smallest things to spice it up. Okay. It seems to be working, but I don't know if that's a healthy thing since it's emotionally exhausting. Um, I think it shows if it's healthy or not since it's exhausting, literally. Um, but you know what, guys? I Since you asked about my true opinion, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Um, I don't agree with the fact that you as a couple should spend every single day with each other. I know a lot of people say that, you know, you learn a lot of things about them, which I understand. You do. But it also creates this at some point you don't want to be around that person anymore because you know too much and when you know too much in the beginning of a relationship it gets boring and what happens when things get boring 
you think that arguing is spicing it, spicing it up. And it's not really, it's not, this is not what it means. I think you got this wrong. But I know a lot of couples are like that. I, I, I argued about this for, for the longest time that I actually got bored about this. But I don't think it's healthy to argue about the smallest things. I don't think it's healthy to, to fight every single day to show your real emotions. I know for a fact that people think this is, this is, this is okay. You know, just fighting about everything and anything. It's okay because that means they care. Which is the biggest myth in the entire history of relationships. Because, you know what? I don't think a person should uh, be up in your ass 24-7 to show that they care about you. Um, so no, I don't think this is what it means. Spicing, spicing up. But I think part of it because you guys are always together. Like... That's why, like, some people choose to, you know, just have a break, you know? Like, the scene on Friends, a break. You don't have to cheat to be on a break, but yeah. Because it gets boring. It gets boring and you have nothing to communicate about anymore. So, I think having a separate lives, yet being in each other's life, it's it's the healthy balance. And at some point, if that person is really your true love, then you would end up being with them forever, right? So, um... Yeah, in the beginning, just give it, give it some space because you will end up in this place. You will end up in this place where you feel like there's nothing to talk about. I, and I noticed that you wrote, you talk about the same people. Why are you gossiping about people? <laughs> but yeah, I, do, I don't understand like how, how, how to make this a healthy relationship since it's, I think the damage has been done. But I don't know how it is since you didn't give me a lot of description, but... I don't know, three years is a lot, and it's easy to judge, you know, it's easy to judge when um, you spend so much time with that person, um, but if you have a separate life, then you could spend, I don't know, 10, 15 years with that person, and you would still have something in common, uh, but then I think, I think sometimes you do really grow out of this phase, and you don't like the same things anymore, and you don't like to be around the same people anymore, and that's okay, that doesn't make you selfish or anything. But it just means that you need to change up your surroundings and maybe you need to, you know, give it space and see how it'll go. It's easy, it's easy to judge from a third person perspective, but if you're in a relationship, you would know that there's a lot of things are wrong. That's why you choose to fight all the time or argue about the smallest thing to make it a little bit interesting. And... That's a scary thing. You know what? That freaks me out because what if what if the other person is bored and you're bored and you're just, you know, you're just afraid to be lonely. That's why you choose to fix it in the worst way possible. I don't know. It's all about admitting to yourself uh, the truth. I think I think there is something that telling you to leave this relationship, but you don't want to listen to it. Maybe maybe he is um, telling you that we should take a break, but you're not listening. I don't know. Maybe you should just look at it from a third person perspective and see if if your friend was in that position, what would you tell her? Just be true to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. It's fine. If the, it's if it's the right person, then I think oh, this is gonna sound so cliche. Honestly, it's gonna sound so cliche. But uh, in some yeah, and <laughs> if it's the right person, then you will find your way. I know, I know, I know. But it makes sense. It makes sense. Look at it this way. If, if it's the right person, then 
you'll fight your way. It's just you don't you don't have to fight for it. It just makes sense, right? Um, I don't know. The minute you let go of stuff that bothers you, I promise you, it always works out. It's just the way it works. Voila. Like, just leave it the way it is. Um, have a latte, you know, drink some matcha and just chill the fuck down. And you will find some closure. Uh, but the minute you start forcing stuff, it's not gonna work. This is the biggest red flag ever. So, I don't know. Honestly, do you want to waste your time? This is the easiest way to do that. Answer the next questions. It says, I got a scholarship at Paris, congratulations, long life dream, but I don't want to do long distance, they don't work. Is there any tips on trying to make it work? I really appreciate it. Honestly, I think it depends on the couple, it really does. The long distance idea itself, it doesn't normally work, but it depends on it depends on people and how much they're willing to um make make this work basically so it's hard to for the person not to be not physically there because i mean what are you going to talk about really um but at the same time i've seen i've seen couples in my life that they made it work and it was all worth it really and i think there's a certain you know certain power onto seeing that even though a person is not there and you know life does you apart you still find a way of making making it work. I think that's the biggest challenge. If you overcome that, then I don't think there will be um, something that will separate uh, you guys. So I don't know. It depends on the situation itself. Um, me personally, I don't. I don't prefer to be honest to um, go into a distance relationship because I've tried it and it sucked, and I would never do that again. But at the same time, um, you know, when you travel and you see, you know, you meet other people, you kind of have like an open perspective on life. You see that there is something actually. Maybe, maybe I don't want to do the same things anymore. Maybe I don't like that person that much because I've changed and I grew up. So I'm afraid that sometimes when you say that you want to make it work and then you travel and you see what's out there, you'd be like, well, maybe I don't want that. And it sucks for the other person because... You know, it's like, wow, you find someone better, you find something way better than who I am, then you're choosing um, that. But, um, on, you know, on people, like, if, if a person wants to make something work, I think they will do everything in their power to make it happen. Um, so, if a person really loves you, I think they will have the extra minute of their day to give you an update, or you having to you know initiate first because sometimes your schedule don't don't align together so it depends on the couple i have to say that but is the idea itself impossible of making it work no it's not it's not um like i said i've seen people who have been in distance relationship their whole life and then at the end of the day they tried they really um ended up being together and it, i think this there's something powerful about that that even though a person generally isn't there and they're physically not there and they still they still want the same people they still they still they didn't like change their mind they didn't see uh what's out there and they were like nah fuck it i don't want that person anymore because i found something better um there is there, there wasn't any of this so i will give you some tips first of all understand that there will be days when you can't you can't talk and you shouldn't feel bad about it because it's just the way it is honestly and i think I think that's okay because, like I said, 
your schedule won't align all the time and you shouldn't like translate that into oh well that person oh, they could not wait until they they don't talk to me so that's why they're like social distancing from me um other thing is that you personally don't have to force things you don't have to force it like you don't have to force a conversation you don't have to force a call you don't have to force any of it um if a person wants to be there then they will they will find a way to be there really even if it's a zoom call skype like i know it sucks it really sucks like i can't compare it to a real relationship when you guys see each other but i think there there is way to make it work um and if you like insist on that and you genuinely feel like that person would appreciate your effort then maybe you should give it a shot if you feel like nah it's just too too exhausting and you would like to explore what's out there, then I think you should, you just, you know, get, just take a, take a break, have a latte, I don't know. Um, honestly, it also depends on the time, like, how long would the scholarship would be? If it's, like, few months, then yeah, it's doable. If it's, if we're talking years, and there's no, like, visiting, visiting vacations, stuff like that, then it's gonna be real tough, like, it's gonna be a roller coaster. I just, just so you know, it ain't gonna be easy. It's not gonna be cute. You're not gonna FaceTime all every day. Like, shit would shit would be hard. But unless you 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 want it to make it work, then it would work. At the end of the day, like who who has to say what's gonna work or not? Really, it all depends on you and how much you're willing to invest. That's it. Okay, this is an interesting question, and it's very much debatable. But it says, um. Should I admit to a cheater that I saw them cheating? Or should I just move on and let them wonder what the fuck they went wrong? Um, well, I... See, when you argue with somebody, you never want to pull all your cards. And be like, you did this on this date. You did that. When Just, you know, it makes you feel like you're the weak person. Even though you're the victim in this whole thing. Like, you did not cheat. They cheated on you. They did not appreciate you. So, um, I think the, this, like, the most mature way you can handle it um, is just to generally leave their ass. With no explanation, no nothing. Just, you know, end it. Simple as it gets. Just say that you don't want to be with them. You change, you grew up, whatever. Whatever the excuse may be. Because at the end of the day, it's going to only exhaust you, to be honest. You think a cheater doesn't know that they cheated. They just want to know how did you know, generally. They don't want to know, like, who they cheated with. They just want to know what was the source so they can better it next time. So I don't think that you should, like, you know, cry or scream all night like, you cheated on me. No, I don't know. Like, cheaters, I always said this, it's their own loss. Like, sometimes they actually think they're, they're smart. And this is this is the joke um, when they think they're smart. Because if you cheat, you're, you're immediately, immediately stupid because you're ruining your life chances, man. You're, you're just ruining that. Um, shout out to you if you know that clip. But yeah, it's just, you're ruining your chance with being with a good person. Just because you're insecure and you feel like, I can't, I can't handle, you know, I can handle being with somebody for too long. So that's why I need to cheat so I can, you know, move on. Um, so no, no. At the end of the day, really, you have to find peace within yourself that, some people's mistakes generally don't define you. If, if they cheated on you, it doesn't mean that you were less intelligent, less pretty, less attractive. None of that. It's solely their own problem. 
And the minute you understand that, you would find it very easy for you to respect yourself and genuinely move on. Yeah, you should never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, give a cheater a chance or just think that you can change them or think that you were too special um, to for them to change. No, they're not because there's like a, this is a deeper pain, you know, um, understanding cheaters. Like they have some real ass problems that just you yourself, you're not responsible for. Ain't no, you're not nobody's therapist. Um, so uh, the minute you understand that you're not a therapist and you're not here to fix a problem, you're here to find somebody who's generally healthy and fucking mature, you would, you would, you know, you play your cards a bit different. So yeah, just don't argue, pack your shit and go, you'll find somebody's better because honestly, if you think that everybody's cheater uh, is a cheater or, um, there is no real love. You, you, you always think this way very negatively about relationships. This is all you're going to get. All you're going to get. And the same thing with money. If you think you're broke, you'll never ever find like um, financial freedom. You'll forever be broke. So it's all about changing your mindset. Do you, do you genuinely feel like... Do you feel like love isn't true? Everybody's cheating. Everybody plays games. There is people like that, and you're exposed to those people at this moment at your life. But it doesn't mean that this is all that's out there. Um, and I believe that everybody like deserves true love, and you will find true love the minute you you respect yourself enough to leave the to leave these people. Um, so yeah, don't don't argue with nobody. Just make it easy and simple and leave. They will apologize. They may cry, but it's not your problem to fix. There's this book that's called Healing is the New High. So the author talks about um, his relationship with his ex-girlfriend who cheated on him. And when you read the book, you can genuinely understand how cheating is damaging to the soul. Um, you can never get over it. Um, it just it makes you a horrible person in the long run. So even if you hate that person you're with, I think there is a lot of options that you can end that relationship without damaging them forever. So if if you're a cheater, bro, if you're a cheater and you're listening to this, or you're a cheater, like girl, boy, everybody cheats nowadays. Um, just know, just know that it's not all fun and games. You know, it it actually damages people and it makes them worse. Um, makes them a worse fathers, mothers, uh, wives. Uh, husbands everything like you can genuinely damage an entire family just by breaking somebody's heart wow that's mm -hmm. there i go i said it but just just read it give it a give it a give it a read it's it talks about healing your inner child and healing your past all of that and he talks also about how he healed himself from um overcoming that phase in his life um yeah and he was he, he described himself as being the nice guy that always gives and provides and everything and he was he thought that she was the one and then after she cheated on him multiple times he became a fuckboy a certified fuckboy so i think every fuckboy has a has a history maybe we should actually interview a, like a certified fuckboy and tell them how they became fuckboys that would be interesting this is when we round up Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you and I appreciate your time. If you have any questions, you can leave them 
on the bio on the Instagram. Um, and I'll answer your question whenever I see it. Um, but one last thing. If you're listening on Spotify, there is um, a rating star up there. You can rate the podcast as much as you want, really. I'm not going to say anything. Um, but it just gives you a better, it gives me a better understanding if you guys um, like the podcast or not. So yeah. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 